This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. The posture of faith. The posture. The posture of faith. There is mercy. There is mercy. Oh, somebody say there is mercy. The posture of faith is the posture of thanksgiving. The posture of faith is the posture of hope. The posture of faith is the posture of expectation. Expectation of good news. Expectation of testimonies. Expectation of great things. The posture of faith. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 23. In fact, one of the things that I've come to discover is that praising God is even a strategy for winning in life. It's a strategy. It's a strategy, sir. It's a strategy. It's a strategy. It's not a session in service. It's a strategy. Hallelujah. It's a strategy. It's a strategy. And as you praise the Lord, the devil is a liar even over your life, even over your circumstances, even over your home. You will see God show up for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 23. Bible says, let us hold fast. Can we read together as a church? Let's read together from verse 23 to verse 25. Let's read corporately. One, two, go. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful. That what? He is faithful. He is faithful that promise. I don't know what God promised you this time and season. But look at the conclusion of the matter. Bible says he is what? Faithful that promise. The next verse says, And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Verse 25. It says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together because there is power in corporate worship like this. The door that you are not able to open on your own when you come under a corporate worship like this, under a corporate anointing like this, the door opens up for you. It says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some his, but exalting one another, and so much the more, as ye see the day approaching. The poster of faith. When I speak of the poster of faith, I'm talking about what your attitude should be in this time and season. When I speak to the posture of faith, I'm talking about what your approach should be in this time and season. God is a God of time and seasons. And we have entered into another season, commencing with the month of September. And it's the season of delivery, delivery of good news, delivery of great things, delivery of your expectation, your expectation coming to reality. That is what this season has been apportioned for. And in your life, it shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. 
Oh, can I hear your loudest amen? Can I hear your loudest amen? And so I am here to share with you this morning that instead of being anxious, instead of an allowing anxiety to take possession of you, take a posture of it. Instead of observing what you see around you and allowing it to trigger fear inside of you, don't just look around you, look above you. For faithful is he that has promised. It's somebody with me this morning. I said, don't just look around you. Look where? Look above you. For faithful is the God that has promised you. So take a posture of confidence in the word of God. Take a posture of trust in the promises of God. Bible says, by two immutable things for which it is impossible for God to lie. It is impossible. The word of God says forever, O Lord, thy word is what? Is settled. So take a posture of trust in the word of God. Trust in what God has programmed for your life in this time and season. Take a posture of prayer. Take a posture of expectation. Expecting something great from God. Expecting what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard. Expecting what is yet to enter into your experience, even from January throughout the month of August. That this month of September will give birth to things you have never seen before. That is what your attitude should be. That is what your approach to this season and this time should be. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Don't allow fear deny you of your peace in Christ. The peace of God that passes the understanding of man. It passes the understanding of the economy. The peace of God. Allow the peace of God to garrison your heart. Allow the peace of God to regulate your heart. Please help me say to your neighbor, however distant the person is, say, I take a posture of it. Oh, can you say that with confidence this morning? Or oh, say again, I take a posture of faith. Or oh, say again, I take a posture of faith. Why do we have to take a posture of faith? Look at what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 8 verse 20. Because this is the attitude in the kingdom of God. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 20. It says, if we don't speak according to this word, the light of God is not in us. Isaiah 8.20. It says to the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. If they observe all the things happening around them, economically, locally and globally, socially, if they allow fear to grip their hearts, Bible says it's because there is no light in them. But I know that there is light in the heart of men and women seated here this morning. I say there is light in your heart. The light represents the word of God. The light represents the presence of the Holy Spirit. The light represents revelations in scriptures. The light represents the secret of God being revealed unto you. As our minister prayed earlier. I take a posture of it. Over that situation, I take a posture of it. 
for faithful is the God that has promised. I wrote down here, I said, instead of apprehension, take a posture of faith. Enter into your living room and lift up a song of worship unto him and say, my father, my trust is in you. My miracle working God, my trust is in you. Or bada bada, my trust is in you. The lily of the valley, my trust is in you. Take a posture of faith. For faith is the substance of things hoped for, is the evidence of things not seen. When you take that posture in the spiritual, you have triggered a law. Because the moment we reach the benchmark of heaven, our rain falls. When you take that posture in the spiritual, you call for things that be not as though they were. He says, if we speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in us. But the light of God is shining in our heart this morning in the name of Jesus. Oh, can I hear an amen to that? 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 Sometimes and most times we like to worry over things. And it's understandable. I mean, when you see what is happening economically, not just in Nigeria, but globally, it's understandable. It's only logical for us to worry. But it's not spiritual for us to worry. But what is logical is not spiritual. It's logical for us to worry when you look at what is happening. But I've looked at it. Check it very well. Everything that is working flawlessly in this world is usually beyond the range of our consciousness and of our control. That is why the position of faith is a position of rest. Everything that is working flawlessly is far beyond the range of your consciousness and control. What do I mean? Look at your heart that is breathing. It is beyond your consciousness. It is beyond your control. Look at the digestive system. It is beyond your consciousness. It is beyond your control. Look at the rising of the sun. How many of us rose up this morning to say, with the sun rise? How many of us? How many of us bothered about with the sun, with the sun rise today? Why? Because it's far beyond the range of your consciousness and your control. Everything that is working flawlessly is beyond the range of your consciousness. Beyond the range of my consciousness and control. Look at the moon. Look at the stars. For your life and for my life to work flawlessly in this time and season, it must be beyond the range of your consciousness and control. Your worry will add nothing to it. Look at what scripture says in the book of Matthew. I love the way it positions it. Matthew chapter 6 from verse 25 to verse 27. It says, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life. What ye shall eat, what ye shall drink, or 
Yet for your body, what ye shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. Look at verse 26. It says, Behold, let's read verse 26 together. Can we have it on the screen? Verse 26. Genesis, Matthew chapter 6, verse 26. It says, Behold, the fowl of the head, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye, are ye, are ye, are ye not much better than they? Created in his image and after his likeness, carrying the same spirit as the Father has. Are ye? The next verse says, it says, which one of you taking thoughts, which one, which one, by taking thoughts, can add one cubit unto his stature? Which one? Which one? Which one? So it is not about your worry, it's about a posture of faith. If God can feed the birds in the air, how much more you and me, made in his image after his likeness, if God is able to make provision for the birds in the air, how much more your business, your career, your home, your family, your marriage. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The truth of the matter is this. We can have intellectual engagement about these issues, all these things happening around us. For us to be informed about them. But none of these things move us. None of these things move me. You know why? You can't give a tribal mark to an adult. You cannot. He has gone past that stage. He has escaped that tribulation. When you enter into a level of maturity in Christ, there are some things that you have gone past. There are some things that will not move you. We will discuss them, but they don't regulate our lives. They don't regulate our destinies. For in him we live. In him we breathe. In him we have our being and is the all-sufficient God. Pastor, God bless you for that prayer. God was able to confirm his word. He gave me that exact, that exact Daniel chapter 2. And he showed me two things that we should engage in this time. That we unlock the doors. Doors of opportunities are opening up unto us in the name of Jesus. I heard the general of Asia say, it was my wife that woke me up and, you know, spoke that prophecy to me. General of Asia, God is opening up doors for businesses. Doors of opportunities. Can't you see what is happening globally now? Rearrangement of, you know, richest people in the world. Everything just, there's a rearrangement. It takes up one king, it sets up another. It's your turn. It's your time this same season, in this same time. In this same season, in this same time. I was checking it out. They say if you are to value Apple as an economy, Apple will be the 24th largest economy in the world. Just one brand. Just one brand. And I carry the father of spirit in my heart. And I'll be bothered with what is happening. We are not talking motivation. We are, we are saying this is, this is the reality in scriptures. If the faith that we profess is not practicable, it's not profitable. There's no point. If we cannot apply it, there's no need for it. 
It's not about the head knowledge. It's about applying the things that we know and that we see. Bible talks about what we have seen, what we have heard, what our hands have handled. Your hands will handle greatness. Oh, can I hear your deepest amen? Your hands will handle restoration. Can I hear your deepest amen? Your hands will handle advancement. Can I hear your deepest amen? I round up with this. Two things in the book of Daniel chapter 2 from verse 20 to verse 23. We've prayed about them already. So I'll just share those two things. The Lord laid in my heart. Meditate on this book of Daniel throughout this month. Pray with it. And I will share two things that God wants us to always ask him on a daily basis. Daniel chapter 2 from verse 20. Bible says, And Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. Two things you should go to God and ask this season. Wisdom and might. Wisdom and might. Wisdom. The supply of the spirit of Jesus. That is wisdom. Might. Strength in the inner man. Divine enablement to go where you couldn't go before. To step into things you couldn't step into before. Two things. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God for might. These are the two powerful tools that we need this period. To operate from a posture of faith. It says, and it changes the times and the seasons. It changes the times and the seasons. It removes kings and set it up kings. Somebody is going to be set up divinely. Oh, can I hear an amen to that? I only have believers on this side of the auditorium. I say God is setting somebody up in the name of Jesus. Oh, can I hear your loudest? Amen. It's a season of divine setup for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Even every attack against you this season is a setup for your advancement in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And it says, it giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that no understanding. It revealeth the deep and secret things. It knoweth what is in darkness. What is in darkness? Economic confusion. God knows the way out of it. He knows. He knows what is in darkness. The divine intelligence to navigate the season. God knows how to release to you. Ask God for wisdom and for might. In no else is in darkness and the light dwelleth with him. Bible says, I thank thee and praise thee, O thou God of my father, who hath given me wisdom. So the conclusion of this place is that when you ask God, we give you. So finally, say, I thank God who has what? Who has given me? So God is going to be giving men here wisdom, and God is going to be giving men here might. When I mean men, I mean men and women. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every day in this month and in this season, release upon my life wisdom and might. 
Can you lift up your voice and pray that prayer? Nobody is going to pray it for you. Just lift up your voice and pray that prayer. If you have need for his wisdom, you desire his might, lift up your voice and ask the Lord. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, a supply of your spirit of wisdom. A supply of strength in the Hinaman. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You are in this meeting this morning, this second service, at the throne room. You don't know the Lord, you have not given your life to him. You can't call him father, I can't call you son or daughter. And you quickly want to take this opportunity to come before him, receive him as your Lord and personal savior. Or peradventure you had known him before, but you, you went back to the world. And the Lord wants to restore you in this service. Is there anybody like that? As I pray very quickly with such, do you want to know the Lord? Do you want to come before him, accept him as your Lord and Savior? Can I see any hands wave? Hallelujah. 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 Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless your holy name. Father, we thank you for the entrance of your word. As your children take this position and posture of faith in this month of September, let there be delivery of good things in the name of Jesus. Let there be delivery of good news in the name of Jesus. Let there be delivery of glad tidings in the name of Jesus. Thank you, faithful Father. Blessed be your name, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.